Hello, everybody. It is Brad and Shane, and welcome back to another IP Squared podcast. Oh yeah! Hey, look, I got it right that time, yeah. Shane. Cool. I knew, I knew you would do it. Hey man, it was just a matter of time. It took a lot to remember that. <laughs> um, well, so today, Shane, what are we talking about today? Well, Brad, today we are talking about imagination, and specifically, we're going to focus on um, discussing with each other, like how you know. First of all, what is imagination and how do we use that in our lives individually to better realize our um, realize, um, set and achieve goals that we have for our futures? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay. Wow, that sounds like a pretty interesting topic. It, it should be. I'm excited to see what we come up with. Okay. So, uh, so first, just diving into imagination. What, uh, like what is the imagination? I think it's important that we clarify that. Yeah. The way I understand it, well, the first thing I think about, kind of go back to that, is you know, I, when you hear imagination, I always think of like, like children, right? It's you know being imaginative. At least to me, has always been something you associate with like, you know, kids like dreaming and playing make believe, and things of that nature. Um, but to me, um, you know, the more I've been studying it, the past few you know months and and trying to understand, I mean. It's an unbelievable power that I think we as human beings all kind of share, right? And, um, you know, we're capable of doing it as adults, right? We're capable of, like, picturing different scenarios in our head and playing through it. Um, And I think that's – it's a pretty amazing power. And the more I meditate on it, um, the more I realize that, you know, this is something this powerful and this amazing. There's no way it's meant just for, like – your younger years, right? I, I think there's a overall God-given purpose to it. Um, you know, it's uh, it's being able to imagine that leads to, I think, anything, well, yeah, pretty much just anything that we see in existence. I was going to say anything good, but you can use your imagination for, for bad as well, you know? Um, you know, I, I think of just things I see every day, right? Um, you know, a beautiful car, let's say you look at a nice cherry red Corvette Stingray, you know, that just came out. Well, that didn't always exist. It's not like, you know, the dawn of man happened and then like, you know, uh, Adam looked over across the Garden of Eden and like Eve was just like cruising in a in a, you know, in a, in a red convertible, right? No, it started as an idea in the mind of a human being, right? It was imagined by by man they envisioned that you know it was their idea of perfection what is the best possible thing i could create and so like it started as a thought in someone's mind and they pictured it and they saw it and internalized it and then they they drew it out the thought became materialized in um you know in uh you know i was gonna say architectural plans but you know in, in like plans for the car and and then it became a reality. So the more I think about it, the more I see that imagination is a crucial aspect for turning what we picture in our ideal lives, um, turning that into a tangible reality. So that's how I understand imagination. How, how do you see it? Okay. Yeah, I think my, my answer is uh, maybe a little more simpler, uh, maybe in a little more scientific. but. Uh, I look at the imagination. I mean, of course, we're going to dive into like how we use our imagination. Um, but I think of the imagination of having the capability to use 
one of your five senses are multiples of your five senses uh, to see and smell or whatever sense you're using a mental image of something and it could be something that you've seen in the past it could be something that doesn't even exist yet but just the capability to um, as one of my past um, kind of theater instructors uh, explained it to me is you have to have the capability um, to see a movie in your head mm -hmm. so the way they kind of taught us um, back then was um, you, the, it, the inside of your skull is pretty much uh, like a drive-in movie theater Mm -hmm. And it's the it's the capability to be able to tap into that and see a movie playing mm -hmm. inside of your head, right? So um, when you're movie making or you're thinking of audio, you're thinking of video, and you're thinking of all these different things, it's a capability to be able to imagine things, to create things, mm -hmm. to create this mental image or this mental smell or this uh, resemblance of something um, sure. in your head. Um, so that's the way that I, I look at, at imagination. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a very interesting topic because I, I think you know when the five senses come into play, um, there's a lot of really interesting things that you can do with your imagination. Absolutely. One of the things, I've been thinking about this a lot as we're talking about, um, you know, hey, we're going to do this topic. Um, as I'm kind of thinking uh, about the imagination, um, one of, one of, I think, the, the best benefits that it provides to us as we use it and, and, and cultivate it and get better at it on a daily basis is um, the feelings that it can evoke in you as you're, as you're imagining things. Like one of the things I try to do every morning, uh, you know, I go through things that I'm grateful for, right? And it's not just, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful that I have a job, you know, I'm grateful for, no, what I'm doing is like, Rather than like just knock off all the things, okay, I'm grateful for this, 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 and this. I just, I pick like three things. I try to make it different every day, so it's forcing me to think, but when I find something I'm grateful for, right, like for example, um, like I had this great moment with my, my little four-year-old the other day. Like I always put her to bed and um, just kind of sit with her and talk, for, talk with her for a few minutes. And man, like, this particular night, she was just incredibly sweet and just affectionate, and it was nice to just kind of be laying there beside her, and she's just hugging me, and she'll just say, I love you, Daddy, you know, just something really simple like that, um, and I try to really be present there in the moment, but when I'm using my um, imagination, thinking of grateful things, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm reliving it to the best of my abilities. I close my eyes, and like a child, I imagine myself actually laying down there next to my next to my little girl and I can feel her hair in my hands you know I can like smell like the um you know the fresh you know shampoo smell like because we always give her a bath at the end of the night you know and just uh, imagine like her her hand on my face you know and it's things like that and and when you allow your imagination to put you in that spot the the emotions and feelings it evokes um kind of overrides even things that you're going through um, just presently in your life any problems or worries that you have it just tends to override it and it just puts you in this heightened state so I think the imagination can be um, a fantastic tool 
for getting you to a place of, of happiness and, and a heightened emotional state. The thing that's so interesting too about how the mind works um, that I've studied is that you know your subconscious mind uh, when you get into this kind of theta wave or or, um, you know, or, or deeper uh, like through like meditation or sleep um, you know your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between actuality and what you imagine so um, that's one of the things that is very interesting when you constantly are using your imagination to relive these moments that have just been really special or um, you know remind you of victory or you're just happy or excited um, you know your subconscious mind can't tell that hey you're not actually doing this right now it doesn't care um, so cultivating that and repeating that over and over and making it a habitual thing to relive these moments through your imagination that have been very special to you puts you in a heightened emotional state and it tends to bring more of those experiences into your life that's what I've found yeah that that sounds really cool a uh, really awesome experience especially uh, looking at it from the the positivity angle, um, sure. you know, definitely bringing yourself back to a place that you've been before, using all your senses, using touch, using smell, mm-hmm. using uh, vision. Um, so yeah, it's a very powerful thing. Um, I think you know when we talked about you know what, what do we do when we get angry. Um, that's a very powerful way to kind of pull yourself out of anger um, or really uh, any other bad situation that may come up is, you know, being able to use your imagination to put you in that happy place that we talked about. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think another thing, too, is, um, you know, I think as children, a lot of us, you know, we, we have, you know, a, a very wild imagination that just runs in all different directions. And I think as we grew up as adults, you know, those of us that go into, you know, maybe movie making field or creative field or design field, interior design fields, uh, fields where we we have to use our imagination. I think we we hold on to the capability to to use our imagination, um, but we tend to use it for work purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, artists, for example, when you paint or whatever you may be doing as an artist, uh, sculpting or whatever it may be, you're using your imagination. But again, it, it, it's for work. Uh, I think the rest of the everyone um, sometimes forgets how to use their imagination. Sure. And I think, um, you know, I, I think, you know, as we talk through this, um, you know, that's a lot uh, that I want to cover uh, here in this 30 minutes is, you know, trying to focus more uh, towards those individuals, right? Absolutely, so, yeah. you know, trying to, you know, help those individuals, you know, gain a sense over their imaginative powers to be able to take a couple step back. So when we, we're talking about goal setting and we're talking about short-term goals and long-term goals, how do we do that? And so I know you and I have talked a lot in the past and I think you and I are, you know, very imaginative. We, you know, from a creative standpoint, you know, we use our imaginations a lot. I know you paint, I paint. Um, you know, I come from the field of art and design, um, and so forth and so on. Um, but the way that I do it, and I know I've talked to you in the past about this, is that I use my imagination to envision my goals. So whether it's a short-term goal or a long-term goal, like I put myself in that moment. I want to be here in six months. I want to be here in one year. I want to be here in five years. 
And that's when, you know, you're talking about the subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm trying to put my subconscious mind in a state to where I can say, this is how I envision my end goal. And I, I try my best to see it. I try to see whatever it may be, the car that I'm gonna be in, the home that I'm gonna be in, the vacation that I wanna take. I, I try to envision uh, all of the visual surroundings that will be around me. I try to breathe in and try to smell the different things that match up to those visions. I try to touch the different things that I'll feel, whether it's the beach and it's sand, or you know whether it's being in an orange grove and smelling oranges and stuff like that. But I want, I want to make sure that we're building that connection and, 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 and letting everyone know that uh, imagination is a very powerful thing. So when you're trying to envision where you'll be in the future, imagination is a very powerful tool to help you get where you're going to be. And I've said this you know, a million times, Shane, um, and you've said similar things back to me, is that there have been things that have happened in our past current day where you know we've envisioned something using our imagination and five years later we had we just forgot that we even thought about that and here yep. we are five years later and it's like oh man i remember i thought about yeah, this it's a tangible reality and it's almost like a deja vu thing yeah. that kind of happens because you've been there before and so and, you know, for, for those of us that get tied up into work and for those of us that get tied up into just, you know, day-to-day motions um, and kind of look at the imagination as more of a childish thing that you're suppressing, you know, I think it's important to note that from a goal-setting standpoint, um, it's an extremely powerful tool. And, you know, who, who wouldn't want to be Peter Pan? You know? So, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I guess one, one of the things is that I want to say is that, you know, like I mentioned in another podcast, you know, I, I, I go to Disney World a lot. And they have a pavilion in Epcot that is called the Imagination Pavilion. It, it, it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, and there's, there's a, a phrase that they have, which is one little spark, which it kind of goes to what I'm talking about. Sure. Where all it takes is one little spark of the imagination. Mm-hmm. And that can get you where you see yourself in one year, that can get you where you see yourself in 20 minutes or whatever it may be. So it's extremely powerful. Um, so you know, if you're not using your imagination today, I would encourage everybody to start trying to use more and more of their imagination uh, to number one, get to their happy place whenever they need to remove themselves from the crazy day today, but also from a goal setting perspective. If you begin to use an exercise of just focusing through meditation and imagining where you want yourself to be in a year, five years from now, you'll surprise yourself with how powerful that is when that day comes and you have that deja vu moment and you're like, wait a minute, I've been here. And it's like, yep, you have. Well, one of the things I think is interesting is, you know, so uh, there was a time when I would look at all this and I would think, you know, it's just people being dreamers, right? It's not reality. You know, you can't just imagine that you're going to be doing this or you're going to be here in five years and it just happens just because you imagine it. That's not how it works. Um, one of the things I think is important to realize is that we imagine way more than we even think. Um, and it's a habitual for virtually all of us. And, and one of the things I would, um, you know, I would ask myself and ask anyone listening in here 
is like have you ever had that time when it's just like you wake up it's like oh god like gotta go into work today and my boss is gonna be yelling at me I got this problem I have no idea how it's gonna work I mean when you're thinking this way right like we're looking at this from the negative point of view right we were saying that our imagination can be used for good or bad um, what's amazing is that we can go through our days and we can picture all the things that are gonna go wrong you know someone comes to you with, with an idea like hey I got this idea well um, you know what what do a lot of people do they come with at you with all the ways it's going to fail. Here's why it's not going to work. Or it's like those days that you get up and it's just like, oh, the day's going to suck. And it's because something little's happened and you've let, you've let that get to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, now yeah. you just envision everything going wrong. So guess what happens? It, it, everything, everything goes everything wrong. Everything goes wrong. <laughs> it might not be the exact way you imagine right, it going right, wrong, but it's right. probably a lot worse. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so right. what's interesting to think about and what I'd encourage everyone to try here is that realize that you know, our imagination is constantly being um, employed, um, either for good or bad. It's important to realize, okay, um, when am I imagining things, or what are like my habitual patterns here? You might not be imagining you're flying through Neverland, you know, like trailing Peter Pan trying to catch up with him, right? But a lot of times we're imagining how our day is going to go, whether it's good or bad. Um, and what's uh, you know another interesting facet is that like. The way our brains work and our subconscious mind works is that we tend to get what we focus on. Yep. Right. We tend to get what we focus on. So, um, if if you find yourself like you know waking up and you're in a more like negative mentality and you're thinking about oh god like I got to do this when I go to work I got to make oh I forgot to make my lunch I got to do all that now I got to spend money to buy my lunch because I didn't bring it with me and the kids are going crazy and I don't know what I'm gonna do about this bill like when you keep going on and on. Um, it's very rare that just everything works out for you and it's fantastic. You're going to be so like you know, caught unaware that you're not even going to see the good things that are happening because you're expecting the bad to happen. So it's like why not try to cultivate the habits and, and start thinking what could go right today? Man, you know, maybe I'm going to go into work. Wouldn't it be awesome if just everything worked out? What would that look like? What would I feel like? You know, what if I could actually go on that vacation that I wanted to go on? You know, what if that car that I see kind of going into work every day that I'm so freaking jealous of? You know, what if like that person's actually a good person? And you know, what if I could actually have that car myself? And um, well, that kind of ties in you know really nicely to our focus uh, episode that we did. Sure, um, it, it, it's about you know being able to look way out. Yep. Look into the future, right? And if you can look into the future, then you can have control over where you're going from a focus perspective, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's what you're talking about, you know, um, from a focus perspective, being able to see out ahead yep. and then be in control. So if your day starts out bad, you're typically thinking everything's going to be bad because that, that's the mind frame that you put yourself in. Mm -hmm. But you can change that because you have control over your mind, mind over matter type thing. Mm -hmm. So if you can focus on something in the future and that future is, guess what? Things are going to change. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be happy or whatever it may be. You know, I'm going to stop and I'm going to get a whatever it may be. Something as simple as a Coke or a candy bar yep. or whatever. You you stop and you get that candy bar, you're eating it, and then all of a sudden your day has changed because now you've put yourself in a completely different mindset. Yep. And now you've you've had that that little splurge of you know happiness or enjoyment. Yeah. And so now you've recorrected 
and now your entire day changes. So I didn't mean to interrupt you, Shane, but I was just thinking as you were talking through that about no, our focus episode and how that parallels. Well, it's all good. And one of the things um, as well that I, I love about the imagination is like the imagination is the door um, and basically the device that allows us to receive everything we want out of life instantaneously, right? Is there a rock band or something? Uh, Doors of Imagination. Yeah. <laughs> they came up with a name or something. No, like that's not it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the, um, uh, the, the great thing about the imagination is... Um, well, let me back up. Why do we want the things that we want? Well, I would, I would suggest that the reason we want the things that we truly want... Is not because of the thing, right? I mean, like, we want the things that we want because of the feelings we believe they're going to give to us right. upon receiving them. Exactly. You know right. what I'm saying? So that's why we want that vacation. Why? It, because it feels, we feel free. We feel like let go of our obligations. Going to detox. We can, detox, we can hang out with the family. Enjoy the water exactly. or wherever you end up going or the mountains or I can ski and I can just have fun and life is great again. I mean, that's what we want. It's not, right. you don't want the mountain, right? You want the feeling the mountain gives you, right? <laughs> exactly. So the imagination is a tool that allows you to feel those feelings in the exact present moment because you have to give yourself over to it. So one of the things I like to do every morning just to put myself in a happy state. Again, the subconscious mind, when you really engage in this kind of stuff, cannot tell the difference between actuality and your imagined reality. So what I like to do each morning is like I have a particular um, you know, memory that just, when I was, I think I was 11 years old, 12 years old, something around there, um, I went with my family to the Florida Keys and we were snorkeling over Sombrero Reef I can't like every single day I go back in my um I go back in my in my memory and I relive that moment. I mean, I I can feel the water on my skin. I can see I, and remember the the blue kind of tint of everything. I remember this particular parrotfish that was gnawing on some coral below me and there was a big barracuda that was just kind of swimming next to me and then this um you know, the school of yellow fish and I'm telling you like I live it Every single day in my memory, I just allow myself to be there, and it just makes my entire day better. I just allow myself for those few minutes to be transported to that place of, of luxury and, and freedom. And um, what I tend to find is that as I do this more and more, and not just with that experience there snorkeling, but like, like I was saying before, thinking of good memories with my daughter, um, good memories at work. Um, all these kind of things, I tend to find that those experiences happen more frequently, and I'm more aware of them. And my my references uh, typically begin to expand more and more. And the imagination session gets more and more vivid, and uh, becomes more and more satisfying. So I would, that's something I do uh, every morning, and I think that's something you can do every day, even just taking five minutes, reliving three memories of yours that you just love, um, I, I think you'll find it's going to improve the quality of your life uh, immensely and allow you to feel that abundance that we all truly want. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's powerful. Um, one thing that I, I will say for you know, uh, those out there that struggle with imagination and struggle with trying to see things, um, um, 
I've talked to many individuals about this. I don't necessarily have this problem, um, but I do know individuals um, that, that do just kind of struggle with imagination. They, 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 they just are overwhelmed with just all the stuff that, that's coming in, that they, they struggle with, with seeing things in their head. Um, and so um, one exercise um, that makes it easy for me sometimes and also others that I've talked to about this is uh, print something out. Mm-hmm. Go to the computer, find something that you want to see in the mind's eye and print it out. Sure. And look at it and practice seeing that when you close your eyes. Close your eyes smell what that image is showing you feel what that image is showing you there's there's techniques that you can use to get your memory back if you've kind of lost this um, and that will that will help you um, and, and a lot of um, you know techniques that I even do even though I can envision things in my head and I can put a stamp on it like I see this uh, you know be here in one year you know um, one thing that you can do uh, kind of in the physical world that kind of parallels to this is take take a picture of maybe where you want to go or maybe whatever whatever it may be and print that picture out and write it down on that picture yep and when you're talking about the subconscious mind your mind is seeing that so even though it's not seeing it in an imaginatory state and seeing it kind of in your head as we've been talking about, your subconscious mind is still seeing it. So I believe that's just as powerful. Mm-hmm. And I think if you get into that routine, you will begin to find that you begin trusting in kind of what we're saying yeah. and your imagination slowly and naturally will begin to come back to you. And you'll be able to use your imagination uh, you know how we're recommending using it for goal setting and being able to predict and see out into the future um, and, and put yourself in this you know state of consciousness um, to where you're helping and enabling yourself to get where you envision yourself yeah. being um, so you know for those of you that are out there that are kind of having issues with this just print something out make it simple and just write down what you feel about that image and what you yeah. want to accomplish you know about what you see in that image and I think you will absolutely surprise yourself with what we're saying I think there's there's one more little technique that you can do uh, I was mentioning before is you know the idea of references right and it's so references are just kind of like mental touch points that you could keep going back to in your memory that will um, help make these um, these imagination sessions more and more real uh, one of the things I like to do is if I go to, if I'm like at the mall or, um, you know, in a section of town and like I have some free time and uh, there's a car dealership, sometimes what I, I like to do is I like to go to that car dealership and I go inside to like like the $100,000 cars that are like on display, <laughs> like literally, and I, I look at them, I ask the guy, hey, can I sit in this? I just pretend like I am capable of buying it, you know, just the way I carry myself. I ask myself... And what would like someone insanely rich um, act like in this particular situation? And then you kind of like get in that state. You're already imagining. You start changing your posture and stuff. Um, but I go up and I, I ask the guy, hey, may, may I sit in this car and just kind of um, you know take a look at it here? And 
they're always going to say, yeah, of course. And then so I, I go in there and I just pretend like it's my car, right? And the whole time I'm taking mental snapshots. What does the door handle feel like? When I sit inside, what does the leather feel and smell like? How does the handle or how does the steering wheel um, like rest in my hands? Like how far away um, from my reach is the radio? What does the knob feel like whenever I turn mm-hmm. it? You know, I just I go through all the stuff. And I shut my eyes. I allow myself to push on the gas and the brakes. And I'm creating all these references, right? So what I do is I, I come back to my, um, you know, I, I come back maybe the next day or that evening uh, when I have some free time. I allow myself to try to relive that as detailed as I possibly can. And then I take it to the next level. Like, what would this look like if I were on the, if I were on the road? What would it make me feel like if, uh, you know, I got to where I was needing to go and then, like, I get out of the car and just kind of look back and see, like, man, that's mine. You know, um, I don't think there's any harm in that. I, what it does is it it makes you, uh, it kind of enhances your your quality of life. Well, a little bit. well, think about it this way. Think about whoever designed that car. They were obviously a sculptor, artist, whatever, and they had to envision. The things that you're now physically touching. Absolutely. And you're using that to say, this is what I want. This is what I'll have one day. The sculptor and artist envisioned that out of nothing. This kind of loops back to what you were talking about in the beginning. So they had to pull that out of their head. And they eventually saw and felt all these things in their their mind's eye, Mm -hmm. in their imagination, in their head. And then they worked to sculpt and sculpt and sculpt and sculpt to bring this imaginatory thing into a physical presence mm-hmm. to where now we can enjoy those things that we have today. So uh, it, it's very powerful because they're using it to create the society that we live in today, the modern day society that we live in today as creators. When who's so to you, say like you're not going to be able to you know come up with an idea like that? Exactly. I mean, all it takes is a little willpower and determination and just make it a reality rather than trying to like oh okay I kind of imagine right. making a car like let me just build it. No, it's like that's too much. Like but you can take little steps at a time, right? right. Uh, but it's possible for you to achieve. Um, those kind of things as well and that's very exciting leveraging your imagination to create your reality exactly well cool well, we're at the 30 minute mark Shane you um, you said you had a jingle Is are you going to sing this jingle no I got to perfect it it's, <laughs> it's going to happen though folks and it's going to be stuck in your heads forever and you'll never forget about this podcast All right, project cool. well we're looking forward to that jingle Shane uh, for our intro and our outro but um, anyway I hope this was valuable to everybody still looking for feedback still looking for comments um, so you know please fill us in on what you guys want to hear about uh, if you guys want to know more about us please email us or you know drop us a, a question or comment in the uh, in, in the comment section and we will definitely answer those uh, until next time Shane out and Brad out. There you go. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks.